Sneaker Love, a podcast paying tribute to our mutual love of sneakers. The game may be flawed, but the love and culture will always be pure. And now, your host with Sneaker Love, Matty Ice. Hello, everyone. This is Matty Ice, and this is Sneaker Love with Matty Ice. Happy Christmas week to everybody. Uh, It has been a long year, hasn't it? It seems as if every single time we speak, something new has happened, not just in the sneaker world, but just in the world in general. It's amazing to think about what we go through on a yearly basis. Uh, First of all, I should come out with the fact that uh, since I've last recorded the last episode, it was so long before I actually put it out, the one on the Jordan 11, uh, things have changed since then. Last Tuesday, my family and I tested positive for COVID-19, and it's pretty amazing because we spent most of our last two years as new parents, of course, trying to stay away from this virus, doing everything we could, wearing masks, getting the vaccine, all of that good stuff. And yet in the end, it really didn't matter. And it's been an interesting time with Christmas coming up this coming weekend, this coming Saturday. The end of the year is also coming up. It's just a strange time to be so isolated. And so what am I doing in my free time? Or I don't even know if it's my free time, but what am I doing in this new period of isolation? Well, I'm running new content for this show and other shows, of course. Uh, so if you want to follow me on Instagram, check me out on Matty Ice Sneakers. You can comment on some of the stuff I'm going to talk about here. But I said we've reached Christmas. And Christmas and sneakers kind of have this, this interesting relationship with each other. And there's really two paths, I think, that sneakers go on around this time of year. First of all, if you want to look at just Christmas collaborations in general, I think you can look at that over the course of time. I would say probably the last 20 years, actually probably 15 we have seen some really interesting collaborations from from various places, not just necessarily boutiques that are collaborating with some of these larger brands like Nike, but just in general, I think we've seen a lot of really interesting colorways that have come out that are a little bit more inspired around Christmas because I think as a sneakerhead, it's fun to sort of theme your outfit or I guess this time of year, I know I like to do it, I do it at Thanksgiving, is to wear sneakers and wear an aesthetic that sort of goes with the festivity of the times, especially if you're going to say an ugly sweater party or something like that, you may find your wanting to have something that sort of captures the moment. And there have been plenty of sneakers over the last 15 years or so that have done that. And then, of course, Christmas Day, for all you sports fans out there, is synonymous with the NBA. Now, the NFL is trying to counter that by having games, of course, to sort of counter the ratings war that they're trying to have. But really, Christmas Day is the NBA's time of year. It is their signature day. While it is not their Super Bowl, it's almost similar in that regard because they stack their their games, they stack their matchups to be the most marquee matchups, whereas it the exact opposite of what the NFL does on Thanksgiving where they seem to have some of the crappiest matchups. But one of the things that we see in the NBA nowadays is we see a lot of these players, especially the premier players, the players that have these the, you know, contracts or they are premier athletes with some of these brands, are out there with some custom sneakers that are solely meant to basically market these particular shoes or these particular brands on Christmas Day. And it's actually pretty interesting. So I'm going to start with the NBA. And the NBA and Christmas Day have been happening since around 1947. I think the first game was in 1947. And ironically, it was the Knicks and what was a team back then called the Providence Steamrollers. Now, the funny part about that is from as somebody who's from the state of Rhode Island originally, seeing that there was an NBA team from Providence all the way back then is pretty neat. When I think about Providence sports, I think about the Providence Friars in college basketball, but that's nowhere near the NBA or playing at Madison Square Garden. And since 1947, there has at least been one game 
Nowadays, we see a lot of different matchups. I think this year we're going to have something like four. And the one year we didn't have anything was in 1998-1999 when the NBA was on their lockout season. That was that 50-game season. I don't think they started the season until February. But we've had some sort of game between 1947 and now, and we're going to have four in 2021. As it relates to sneakers, though, it really wasn't until about 2008 when the sneaker companies started to realize that they had an opportunity. The opportunity was, of course, to have these sneakers that are on display, national television, prime time, people are at home, probably in front of the television. It's interesting. I talked about that in an episode about Thanksgiving. I think it was on one of my other shows about the fact that football and Thanksgiving are synonymous with each other. And it seems as if no matter what kind of a household you live in, football ends up being on at some point. And I think depending on the household that you live in, it might be that way on Christmas Day. I've not necessarily been conditioned to watch the NBA on Christmas Day because I'm so very rarely home on Christmas Day or we've had family come over and that isn't something that we have been conditioned to do, unlike Thanksgiving where we've been conditioned to watch football. However, from 2008 until today, the sneaker companies have made sure that these star players or the players that they have under contract are wearing these custom joints, basically, so that the whole world can see them. And it's pretty neat. In the episode I did about the Jordan 11, I talked about how Michael debuted that shoe a little bit early, wearing them in the Eastern Conference semifinals. And that was the first time not only the players, of course, but the fans had ever seen anything like it, had ever seen the shoe in general, and it added a lot of hype. Now, if you add today's social media networking all over the place, I mean, these blow up we know what they are and we can create lists like this so here's what I want to do for this particular episode I want to go over all of the the best both non-NBA and NBA Christmas Day sneakers or Christmas related sneakers because like I said you can kind of go down two paths here so this is really just meant to have fun it's an subjective look on my part of course because you could look at these things and think that they're a bunch of crap and I'm going to say this there are some on this list especially the NBA ones that don't necessarily denote Christmas specifically actually you can go through some of these and especially if you look at all the best sneakers from 1998 until now or yeah like 1998 until now you could probably find a bunch that are really cool like Reggie Miller wearing the Pacers uh Jordan 19s I think not my favorite silhouette but still kind of neat there's also a game where I think Ray Allen wore 15 16s maybe and then 20s in the second half or something like that just really really cool it might have been 12s I can't remember but either way it kind of got things rolling and that's when players started to do things like that. So let's start with the NBA. In 2017, Marcus Morris, who was playing for the Celtics, had a really awesome custom Jordan 11. And the Jordan 11, ironically, is what I did the last episode on, but I said that how it's really, really popular. And when you look at the lineage of sneakers that have kind of stood out between 1997-ish or so, and now, there's a lot of Jordan 11s on there. Actually, there's a couple of iterations of the Concords on there. Um, there's just a lot of players who seem to gravitate toward the Jordan 11, and it's, it's Michael's favorite, and obviously, it's a favorite of a lot of other players, I think, from a performance and tooling perspective, and of course, just the aesthetic look of it. And it lends itself to some interesting... Um, um, combinations of colors, I guess. But in this particular one, Marcus Morris wore it was a high top. And instead of the patent leather, it had this really awesome design where it was snowmen. I believe it was snowflakes. And I think it had uh, clovers on it because he was playing for the Celtics then. And it's really interesting because that cut of leather is, of course, very high, the patent leather. And it's awesome to see it on there. And it, of course, with the white on top, it just kind of really stood out. One, it obviously matched with the Celtics aesthetic with the Celtic green or the Celtic green, as is the best pronunciation of it. And then, of course, 
the snowmen and the snowflakes kind of gave it that holiday feel while not overtly Christmas as some of the other ones on here I thought that one was really really cool in 2013 a guy who has played on Christmas Day basically every single year since he's been in the league is LeBron James basically because he's probably like the second best player of all time and that's a debate for my other show Drippin' Sports which you can check out anywhere but the Jordan I mean uh, the, the LeBron 11 the Christmas colorway now he had the LeBron 11 and LeBron LeBron 12 that were both in Christmas and I interestingly enough the color schemes were reversed I like the LeBron 11 a little bit better because I think the Christmas green it's a little bit it's a lighter green like it's not Kelly green it's not like a pine green like you usually associate with Christmas. It's a little bit lighter than that, a little bit lighter than that like clover green. And it just really stood out the way that the LeBron 11 silhouette had it. And then, of course, the red laces just made it really pop. And why do I like that? Mostly we associate red and green. And I think red generally tends to stand out more when it comes to Christmas because Santa Claus, right? And a lot of the decorations are red. So it was nice to see this green color out there. And of course, it really popped on the court. I mean, that's the best part. So I love the fact that it was Christmas themed. I like the LeBron 12, I think it was. That was that red. It was almost like a deep red color with green laces. And that's cool and all. But there's a lot of red sneakers out there. And you usually don't see a lot of these like really hypnotic green sneakers out there. So I like that. We're going to go back in time a little bit to 2003. I don't know what the age demographic is for the people who listen to this show, but in 2003, I believe I was a sophomore in college. So 2002, 2003. And that was when Tracy McGrady was really good. He was also playing for the Orlando Magic back then. And this is a shout out to a friend of mine, Matt Humphreys, who's been a guest on Drippin' Sports a few times. He's a huge basketball historian and he loves the Orlando Magic being from Florida. And that was the year that he wore the T-Mac 3s. This is more of a basketball shoe, of course. And this is an NBA specific list, of course, but I like these because they were very, very clean. White with just a little bit of the, you know, Orlando Magic colors, the black and the blue. It just looked really, really slick and he wore he he wore them very, very well and he obviously had a huge night that night. So I love the T Mac threes. Actually a lot of those Orlando Magic players, like the Air Pennies, there's a lot of really cool ones. Of course the T Macs are really, really neat and the, the Magic players have had a lot of really cool player editions or uh you know player specific shoes that have come out. So this was one of them that really stood out on Christmas Day. 2009. This is actually going to be a Jordan 1, uh, to be honest with you. Now, most people remember, I think it was one of MJ's last games at Madison Square Garden as a bull. And I think he wore like a 15-year-old pair of Jordan 1s, and they were the Chicago's. Well, in this particular game, Dwayne Wade and Ray Allen both wore the same shoe, probably different colors, but they were Jordan 1s. But they were the Jordan 1 Alpha, which were sort of like a retooled version of it. And I think it was supposed to be a little bit better for performance. But Dwayne Wade specifically stood out. I mean, he was playing for the Heat back then, of course, and they stood out because they were the Chicago look or the Chicago colorway, and that colorway is always going to stand out. Now, Ray Allen, of course, had been a Jordan brand athlete for most of his career. Dwayne Wade, I believe, switched uh, a little bit you know, before this, but this was just a really cool moment to see them both wearing the same shoe. And of course, very, very talented player as part of the top 75 in the NBA. 2006 is the best one. Now, you could actually put this on the best like Christmas sneaker list, and it may make it there, but it, it won't, just a spoiler alert. But the Kobe 6, the Grinch colorway, to me, there is no debate that this is the best Christmas shoe 
that's ever been made as far as the NBA is concerned. It recently re-released. It might have re-released last year in 2020. I can't remember, but it's just awesome. I mean, it's designed after The Grinch, which is a great Christmas movie, the green, the red, of course, and it has the aesthetic of the LeBron 11 that I mentioned earlier, but it's that green color of The Grinch. Like, you just know it has that scaly look. When you look at it, it looks like a really updated shoe, but it also looks like The Grinch himself, and I thought that that was really, really neat. That popped out, of course. Now, it's interesting because the Lakers, of course, were wearing their, you know, either white or yellow, and they have purple, and these colors don't really match. And I think that's what ended up happening over the years is that the, you know, the players started wearing things that were going more Christmassy and not necessarily popping or not necessarily, they were popping, but they weren't necessarily blending in with the colors that they were wearing. And I think that's the whole point of that 2008 and on his sneaker company starting to realize that, no, we want to actually make them clash because we want them to stand out. We want people to want them. And it almost becomes a marketing opportunity at that point. So those are the five that stood out to me. I happen to like those. I don't know how many people are going to to hate on the number one being the Grinch. And these aren't necessarily in any order. This is just the order that I put them in, but I do think that the Grinch is the best one. And so that gets us on the track of the non-NBA Christmas collabs. Sean Cliver is somebody who has been synonymous with Nike Dunks, of course. He owns a skate shop. Um, But he's also been synonymous lately in the last couple of years with some of the most iconic Nike Dunk collaborations that we have seen. The first one that comes to mind is the one that came out, I want to say, I think it was in 2020. The the Dunk Low was called the Holiday Special, and it was that blue suede material with white, had the gold swooshes, and it had like the the naughty elves kind of look on the on the uh the insert and on the bottom of course it had the snowflakes and everything and instead of on the toe box you had the perforated holes instead of that being in the usual look the usual like linear look it was in a snowflake and this was a really really cool release it's not something that i necessarily liked but if anybody who's listening would watch my old youtube channel you know that i had a pair of those that i i got for a friend and then i reviewed and i really liked the the way that they looked. they just weren't something that i'd be able to pull off enough throughout the year to actually buy them i thought it was really really neat so that one kind of comes to mind a lot of these are going to be nike dunks because there have been mostly nike dunks that have come out so the next Next one that comes up is the candy cane dunks and these are again dunk lows and these are like really out there whereas the clivers in my opinion are very very neutral right they're a little bit more cleaner outside of the gold swoosh you really couldn't necessarily notice them on anybody's feet unless you were actually looking but the candy cane dunks with the red and white stripes these pop i actually saw these one time this is early in my sneaker heading career i guess in this new iteration of sneakerhead i was at ikea and i looked down and this was in like september something like that like this was not at a time when you would think that somebody would be wearing shoes like this. And I looked down and I saw the candy cane dunks and I was like, wow, dunks in the wild. What's interesting about that is today there are so many dunks that are releasing because dunk hype is at an all time high and it continues to peak that you can go out and probably see a lot of Nike dunks. But those older Nike dunks, you really don't see those too, too often. And so for me to see that this is well before we got to today's hype market that we've talked about many times. And I didn't really see sneakers out in the wild wars i see them a little bit more today and so that was really really neat but i kind of like those again they're that overt christmas it's like throwing up christmas on you 
but I think that it's awesome. That's the whole point of them is you wear them to a party, you wear them out. I would probably even wear them on Christmas Day because they're festive as shit. That's the whole point. So I really, really like those. Another Sean Cliver one that's a little bit older. I think it's like 2009 and they're Krampus. So those are Dunk Highs. They're really, really dark. They're not really festive at all. And what they play off of is the European ideal of Krampus, who I believe is a monster who visits the kids that are naughty. So for most of us, we believe in Santa Claus, that Santa Claus goes to the good boys and girls or whatever gender you identify as. And that's what you get rewarded with after behaving throughout the entire year. Well, in some countries, if you haven't behaved, not only is Santa going to leave a lump of coal in your stocking, but you're apparently going to be visited by this really horrific creature named Krampus with a K. And that's what he was trying to get with these dunks here. And I think that he got it. And I wouldn't necessarily wear these as a part of a celebration, but I understand the heritage and the history behind them. So I'm, I'm putting them in here because I think that it actually works. The last, well, one of the last ones, the holiday sweater Chuck 70s. Now I love Chucks. I'm actually wearing them right, right now. And this one was really awesome because, again, it's like throwing up in your face and it kind of looks like gift wrapping. But it's also on a classic silhouette. And I think if you're going to wear sneakers like this, I think the reason why there's a lot of dunks on here and there's obviously this Chuck is because they're all versatile. Many sneakers that have come out this year, which is a precursor to next week's episode, which is the best sneakers of 2021. There are a lot of silhouettes out there that stand out. But to me, they're just too weird. Like, I can't pull them off. And so if I'm going to wear something that's like uber flashy because I want to get in the spirit of Christmas, I'm going to do it with something that's going to be versatile. Like, I don't want it to look stupid and, of course, be a stupid looking silhouette. Like, there's some that I came upon that were like the Reebok punks, uh, pumps that had the Grinch and they had like the green hair on it. That's too much. Way too much. And I like this. So the, the Chucks are just so classic. You can really throw on a pair of Chucks just about any day of the week and they make a perfect shoe for almost every single type of outfit that you have. You can get low tops, you can get high tops, whatever you want. I just love them. And I just had to put something like this on this list when I was researching this and I saw it. I was like, man, I wish I'd known about that because I totally would have that in my collection and it would be my go-to this time of year. However, If I wanted to own one Christmas sneaker, it would be anything off of the Concepts Ugly Sweater collaborations. Now, there were three of them. There was the Snowman, there were the Cookies, and then there was the Poinsettia. I would actually own any of them. I know somebody who got a used pair, I think it was two or three years ago off Poshmark, and I was so jealous because now getting a pair would be absolutely impossible. But when I tried to get them, they were like three or $400, and I thought there's no way I'd pay that. Now they're probably like twice or three times that. But I think it's the one with the gingerbread cookies that I like where it's black and it's got the Christmas stuff on it, and I just love it. It's so festive. It's clean, though. For something to be so busy that kind of looks like busy gift wrapping, there's something clean about it with the black background. And of course, it's a Nike Dunk, so you could wear it. People would see it, but it's not going to be so in their face and offensive, if that makes sense. And that's why I like it so much. So if anybody knows a size 12 used for a reasonable price, hit me up. You can find and contact me at mattysmedia.com, of course, the Contact Us page. If you have a, a plug there, I'd love to know. But those are my favorite ones. Honestly, this is a time of year when we're meant to be festive. And in December, I think we have reached the end of this year, and it has been a long year in many respects. It's certainly been a long sneaker year. I mean, Jesus, the past two years have been so long because we were just inundated with colorways, we're inundated with releases, and the stress of it just kind of gets to you sometimes. And that's why it's so much easier to go to the rep market and buy what the hell you want and have it shipped to you, and boom. But even that market took kind of a hit because the shipping prices are so crazy. So Christmas is this weekend. It is on Saturday. I will have one more episode before the end of the year. 
here, and I love to know what you think about the Christmas shoes I, I named out. Are there some that I missed? I mean, I, I listed a whole bunch of them. I'm sure there's some KDs on there. I'm sure there's some other LeBrons on there, some other Kobe's, because all these guys have played a lot on Christmas because they're friggin' good. Let me know which ones you like best and enjoy the holiday season. No matter what it is that you celebrate, whether you've celebrated Hanukkah already, whether you're non-denominational and you don't celebrate Christmas or whatever it is that you do, take the time to relax, take the time to further yourself and get ready and recharge for this new year because 2022 is going to come at us and all of a sudden we're going to be talking about this exact topic next year and we're going to be like how the hell is it christmas already so do me a favor go out and spread some cheer whether it's to a fellow sneakerhead whether it's to your neighbor or whether it's to your friend text call do something do something within the safety guidelines that people are putting out there if you're you know afraid of covid or you you know you don't want to be exposed or you have family members that you need to watch out for obviously do that within the confines of what you're comfortable with but just go out there and do something and of course always hug your loved ones it's the time of year to do it you might think to yourself well i'll see you next christmas and you very they may very well but you also may not. And that's all that I ask is to not only show sneaker love, but to show love at all times. So Merry Christmas, everybody. I will talk to you next week. Peace. The opinions and viewpoints expressed on Sneaker Love with Matty Ice are those of Matty Ice and not necessarily those of the Matty Ice Media Network. The Matty Ice Media Network does not condone the purchase or sale of any counterfeit goods. Sneaker Love with Matty Ice is exclusively owned by Matty Ice and is brought to you by the Matty Ice Media Network.